بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي جي دروس قلنا respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home inshallah in tonight's session a quick recap of the last session so brothers have a better understanding hazrat khalid bin walid radiyallahu ta'ala an was towards the east gates and a man by the name of Jonah Yunus he lowered himself down from the city of Dimashq and he came down with the intention to meet Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiyallahu ta'ala an Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiyallahu ta'ala an met him greeted him and looked at his face and very quickly understood that this man was a sincere man and the proposal of Jonah or Yunus was something very simple he said to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid that i have recently been married but the romans are preventing my wife from getting close to me they said to the people of a tribe that we are in the middle of a war with the muslims how can Jonah think of his wife this is not the right time for the wife to be with Jonah so out of frustration he came to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiyallahu ta'ala an Hazrat Khalid bin Walid put forward to him iman and islam he was a man who studied islam for 3 years very quickly he embraced islam Hazrat Khalid bin Walid gave him a promise that i will do everything to my best capacity and i assure you that once we have the city in our control I will make sure that your wife is with you and both of you are reunited. <coughs> Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiyallahu ta'ala an said to him that it is better for you to return back. If you remember the intelligence that he gave to the Muslims, he said that tonight was the best time to attack the Romans. This was the night that the Romans were enjoying and were celebrating a festival so the majority of them were all drunk without wasting time hazrat khalid bin walid with 100 mujahideen scaled the walls of dimashq and got into the city he had no time to inform the other officers the other generals the other muslims that were in charge of the other gates if one understands and if you can imagine that this is the city here dimashq 
and it's fortified, it's got walls all around. So Hazrat Khalid bin Walid is on this section and Hazrat Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah is on the other side. So at the same time to attack in the night and then to go and give information to Hazrat Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah was something very difficult. There were no mobile phones then. So it was a bit difficult to tell and inform the rest of the Mujahideen. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid was a man, his taqwa and his yaqeen upon Allah was such that he was confident that Allah will give him fatah, Allah will give him victory. The Iraqi regiment was there. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid was the first man to touch down in the city. All the guards that were there, Hazrat Khalid bin Walid and the rest of the Mujahideen overpowered them, fought them, they died. Alhamdulillah, the gate was broken by the Muslims, the chain and the locks, and the east gate was opened up for the rest of the Mujahideen to enter from it. So the Muslims were now into the city fighting, just that regiment, just those Mujahideen that were uh, defending that part of the gate. Now, Thomas was a very clever man. He knew that it was only a matter of time when all of the Romans surrendered to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid was a man who did not rest and did not let anyone else rest also. He was a very powerful, very strong man. He just would move and continue all the way until the whole city is in the control of the Muslimin. Thomas knew what he did, he noticed that the other gates they were not active at all. The only people that were active were from the east gate. And he knew straight away that Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah is not informed. The other Mujahideen are not informed of the Muslims entering from one side. Very quickly to make a quick deal with Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah. Abu Ubaidah, the senior man, a man very soft, a Sufi, Allah wala, very soft natured, a peaceful man. He with a lot of the bishops and priests opened the gate of Jabiya. All intelligence was given to him. He knew exactly the character of Abu Ubaidah. When he met Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah, very quickly he said that we the Romans wish to surrender. We want to surrender to you. Hazrat Abu Ubaidah was very happy. He did not know that on the other side the Muslims are fighting. And he said, well, whatever you say. He said, we surrender with some conditions. Your main condition is that we should pay you jizya, tax, fine. We agree to that. Our condition is that a safe passage should be given to us if we wish to leave the city of Dimashk. If the Roman soldiers, if you want to leave the city, a safe passage must be given to us. Hazrat Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah very quickly agreed to all their terms. That whatever you want. And he said that we are, we are to be, we can leave with all the possessions, whatever we own. Hazrat Abu Ubaidah again agreed to that. And every term was a yes from Hazrat Abu Ubaidah. Quickly getting hold of Hazrat Abu Ubaidah, he said, now I wish you to enter from the Jabiya gate into the city so you can see with your own eyes that everything is at peace and we are not to fight. As he entered from the Jabiya gate, slowly, as he was walking to the center part of the city, he noticed that the Muslims and the Iraqi regiments were coming from the eastern side of the gate. He was shocked to see Hazrat Khalid bin Walid. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid again was shocked to see Hazrat Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah. 
Hazrat Khalid bin Walid said that No, I am the Amir, you have to obey me Hazrat Abu Ubaidah said that There has been some misunderstanding I had no information that the Muslims had entered from the other side If I had known, I would have not accepted their conditions But I have already given them my word So I can't do anything about it Some of the senior companions spoke with Hazrat Khalid bin Walid And they said that Due to the maqam, the status of Hazrat Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah The man who is from Ashare Mubashara One from the ten given the glad tidings of Jannah Hazrat Khalid bin Walid agreed to it And at the same time he said it is only Abu Ubaidah Because of you I agree If it was anybody else I would not agree To the, the terms that are set out from you Thomas was very very happy Harbis was also very happy It was a defeat but at the same time a victory for them A defeat in a sense that the city is now in the control of the Muslims But victory in a sense that they have a safe passage to go back to Harakal or Hercules The next day now this mass exodus takes place People flocking out from the city in caravans, wagons, a large massive convoy, everyone going out. In fact, some of the Mu'arrikhin have mentioned to taunt the Mujahideen, the Muslims, as they were leaving, they were smiling and laughing at the Mujahideen, at the companions, at Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala. It was a difficult moment for the Mujahideen. It was just because of Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah radiallahu ta'ala an's decision and his agreement and his word that all the Muslims surrendered and said, yes, you can take whatever you want. They drained out the whole city. Not even a needle was left. They took everything out of the city. Gold, silver, anything, any item of worth and value was taken out of the city, everything out. And now they were traveling to their destination It is said that Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala and looked at them And he lifted up his hands And said Ya Allah Give everything back to Khalid bin Walid Give everything back to The Muslimin Radiallahu ta'ala Like I said Sahabai kiram ajma'in wa mustajabu da'wat Subhanallah Every single one of them Were all mustajab these were muttaqeen and mukhlisin. Imagine Allah praises them. أُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ حَقَّا Allah says, فَإِنْ آمَنُوا بِمِثْلِ مَا آمَنْتُمْ بِهِ فَقَدِهِ تَدَوْ If your iman is like the iman of the companions, surely you have guidance with you. These were great noble people, subhanallah. Allah selected them. If Isa alayhi salatu was salam had the hawariyoon, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam was given Ashabi Kiram, the companions. And they are full of praise in the Quran and even in the Hadith. Every Jummah you will hear Allah in the Khair al Kalami Kalamullah wa Ahsanul Hadi Hadi Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Later on you will hear Arhamu Ummati bi Ummati Abu Bakr wa Ashadduhum fi Amrillahi Umar wa Ahiyahum Uthman. So you have the praise of Allah. And then the status of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam followed by the maqam and the status of Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een. So he says, Allah give everything back to the Muslimin. Allah let the Muslims take control of the Romans that are fleeing away now. It is said that when he was making dua, some of them said, Ameen. But there was one man who started coughing. 
جیسے رمضان کے مہینے میں تراوی بہت لمبی ہو جاتی ہے ون اسٹارٹس ٹو کاف اینڈ یو سی اٹس دیٹ فیور جسٹ کنٹینیوز دین دا ادر پرسن اسٹارٹس ٹو کاف اینڈ ہی اسٹارٹس ٹو کاف اینڈ دا تھرڈ پرسن کاف سو دس مین اسٹارٹ ٹو کاف اینڈ خالد بن ولید ٹرن اراؤنڈ اینڈ ہو واز اٹ ہو واز دا مین کافنگ رومیو ہو واز اٹ جونا یونس دا مین ہو واز میڈلی ان لو ود ہز وائف اینڈ ہی کیم ٹو حضرت خالد بن ولید وہ اباؤٹ مائی اگریمنٹ وہ اباؤٹ مائی ٹرمس یو ٹاک اباؤٹ حضرت ابو عبیدت ابن الجراح ہز ورڈ بٹ یو گیو می اے ورڈ آلسو دیٹ ایز سون ایز یو ہیو دا سٹی ان کنٹرول آئی ول بی یو ری یونائٹیڈ ود مائی وائف حضرت خالد بن ولید سیڈ ہیو یو ناٹ میٹ یور وائف اینڈ ہی سیز نو آئی ہیو میٹ ہر وین آئی سیڈ ٹو ہر دیٹ آئی ایم اے مسلم she recoiled she turned away and she said no i am not prepared to stay with you so she joined the caravans and she is now traveling out with thomas so my plea to you is by force stop my wife and deliver her to me because this is the promise that you made to me i have embraced islam as khalid bin walid looked at jonah and said my sympathies are with you but i can't do that It is the word that has been given by the man second in charge, Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah. And we can't violate that. This is against the sunnah of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. She has, uh, subhanallah, a safe passage for three days. She is covered by, for safety for three days. This was again part of the condition that three days will be given to the kuffar for them to go wherever they want. So Jonah said, it is only three days. And Hazrat Khalid bin Walid said, three days, yes. For three days we can't do anything. So Jonah said, after three days then we can do whatever we want. And Hazrat Khalid bin Walid said, yes, we can do whatever we want, but it will be too late. They shot off very fast. And after three days to catch them up would be very difficult for the Muslims. Why? Because MSA was very close, only the distance of three days. And Tripolis was also very, very close. This is where they are heading. Jonah looked at Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an, and he said, let me tell you one thing, that they are not going to MSA, they are not going to Tripolis, they are going to Antioch. And Antioch is very far, more than three to four days. And I am a man who knows all the shortcuts in the city of Dimashq and in Syria. If I take you to the convoy and get you, the Muslim army, to them before they reach Antioch, will you fulfill your promise? Allahu Akbar. Imagine how happy Hazrat Khalid bin Walid was. All of a sudden, Hazrat Khalid bin Walid's eyes were lit up and MashaAllah, a full smile on his face. It was like somebody giving water to a thirsty man. All the effort, one sign by Hazrat Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah and everything is taken away. And now Jonah makes a proposal, I will take you. And it's logical. He said that, imagine they have taken everything with them in caravans and in wagons. It is impossible for them to take the short routes. They have women and children with them. They will only take the main routes. And I will take you cutting the routes. And I will take you before they get to Antioch. 
Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiyallahu ta'ala and shook Jonah and said, yes, let me talk to my generals. Very quickly he went to the Muslim generals and they formulated a plan. Hazrat Zirar was there, Hazrat Rafi' was there, Hazrat Abu Abdul Rahman bin Abi Bakr was there and he says, what is your opinion? Now there was this risk to leave the Muslims in Dimashq, the city is in their hands and to fight the Romans. The Romans were now also <coughs> greater in number. Approximately 80 to 90 percent of the Romans had left from the city and including the citizens of Dimashq. So it was again to fight the Romans was not something easy, it was challenging. But all of them agreed that we need to fight the Romans, Thomas and Harbis. They all agreed. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an did not break the promise, the agreement. It was the fourth day after sunrise. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid took with him approximately four to five thousand mujahideen. And Jonah said to them that I want all of you to dress up like local Arabs, like how the Christians dress up, so that if we are to meet any uh, Roman units on the way, they are not to stop us, intercept us from reaching the convoy. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala also agreed to that and he left Hazrat Abu Ubaidah in charge. So Hazrat Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah was again in charge of the city and he took with him the three great generals. Hazrat Azirar radiallahu ta'ala Hazrat Rafi' radiallahu ta'ala and Hazrat Abdurrahman bin Abi Bakr radiallahu ta'ala Just one more thing It is said that when Hazrat Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah Was signing all the terms and agreements with uh, Thomas When he cleverly came from the Jabia gate The previous night Hazrat Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah saw a dream and in his dream he saw Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam was walking very fast in front of Abu Ubaidah. And Hazrat Abu Ubaidah said to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, O Messenger of Allah, I see that you are in a rush. And Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam said to Abu Ubaidah that I am in a rush. I have to go and perform the janaza of Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala. I have to go and perform the janazah of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. But none of them, the companions were not aware of that. This was just a dream that was shown to Hazrat Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah. The Mu'arrikheen say that it was during the conquest of Syria that Hazrat Abu Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala had passed away. But inshallah ta'ala, we will cover that in in length uh, as we finish the battles and the conquest of Syria after Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala's capture of all the cities in Syria. So all four of them now decide to go and attack the convoy. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid is in the front and Jonah is the guide who is to take them there. The Mu'arrikhin have said the exact roots is not recorded. However, Allama Waqidi rahmatullah says there is no doubt that the Muslims reached the convoy and they reached uh, in an area what is known as 
Ma'rajud Dibaj. Ma'rajud Dibaj. It's an open valley with some hills on one side. So Jonah said that the enemies are very close by. And he said to the Muslims that this is where we should station ourselves. And he with a few of the Mujahideen slowly went out to see exactly where the Romans were. And the Romans were very, very confident. After three days, they knew that now they have refuge. They knew that Antioch is a safe haven for them. Nothing will happen. They could not even imagine that Hazrat Zirar would be here. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid would be there. So now the only fasla uh, was the hill that was there. On one side, you had the Muslims. And on the other side, you had the, the Romans. He came back, gave all the intelligence, Jonah, to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid, told, told him exactly where the Romans were. Again we see, subhanallah, how Hazrat Khalid bin Walid was. The, his experience in the battlefield. He gathered all the companions, the mujahideen, and he said, we are not to attack them at once. I am going to distribute the Mujahideen into four sections. That day it was raining heavy, so all the goods, all the goods were just scattered out in the open area, and a lot of the Romans were dispersed and just taking a rest because it rained heavily that day. And Hazrat Khalid bin Walid was now preparing for an attack, a surprise attack. So he said that 1,000 men will be with Hazrat Zirar radiallahu ta'ala. And he said, Hazrat Zirar will be the first man to attack. And then the other thousand are with Hazrat Rafi' radiallahu ta'ala. And he says, after half an hour, Hazrat Rafi' should attack. And then the third Muslim regiment should attack. Another thousand. And under them, under the leadership of Hazrat Abdul Rahman. And the final blow will come from Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala. So that was the sequence, the method how he applied in Ma'rajud Dibaj to fight the Romans. It is said that from a distance, some of the Romans noticed that some Arabs were coming and a man in front of them was naked, naked from the top. And they started screaming and yelling because they knew Hazrat Zirar, they have seen Hazrat Zirar radiallahu ta'ala. And they came quickly and they said to Thomas that this is Zirar coming in front of you with a thousand men. And Hazrat Zirar radiallahu ta'ala. In fact, Hazrat Zirar's army was just touch and go. It was uh, just a warning sign for them that the Muslims are here. This was just a warning for them. So Hazrat Zirar radiallahu ta'ala came. Thomas looked at him and looked everywhere. And he said to the Romans that we will make a mince meat out of Zirar today. Thinking that he's only 1,000. So he comes with a small force, nothing too big. And we still have the weapons. We have everything. So it is easy to wipe out Hazrat Zirar radiallahu ta'ala and his army. However, Hazrat Zirar radiallahu ta'ala came. And there the Muslims are just watching Exactly after 30 minutes, another Muslim regiment comes to attack. And now you had Hazrat Rafi radiallahu ta'ala coming from the east section. Subhanallah. This was the brains of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala. How he fought, how he would plan. He knew exactly how to plan. 
So you had another batch coming from the east section. And as they turned, they saw another thousand Muslimin Mujahideen under Hazrat Rafi' radiallahu ta'ala. So now they were fighting at both sections. It is said that Hazrat Khalid bin Walid gave instructions to Hazrat Rafi' that Hazrat Zirar was to warn them that the Muslims are here, but Hazrat Rafi' was to, to thrust the main blow at them. So now both the sections were fighting with the Romans. After 30 minutes again now came Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Abi Bakr. He came from the north section to attack the Kuffar. Now they knew that coming from the north meant that the road to Antioch was blocked. So he came intentionally from the north. Now they knew that matters were very very serious. They did not know how many Muslims they were. They just continuously just coming out. It was a serious matter. It was not easy for Thomas. But he had no choice. He knew that he was now blocked. The only way was to fight the Muslims. And you also had civilians there. You had the local people from Dimashk leaving the city. So you had a lot of people there. And to, for the Muslims to fight, it was a challenge. And then after 30 minutes, finally the last batch comes with all the Mujahideen. That was Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an. When Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an came, he would, subhanallah, chant out the name, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. And he would say, Ana Saifullah. Ana Saifullah. I am the sword of Allah. I am Khalid bin Walid. This is how he would come. When they saw Hazrat Khalid bin Walid, some of the Mu'adikheen said that the locals were just saying that it would be easy for us to fight Zirar, Rafi, Abdul Rahman. Luckily that Khalid bin Walid is not here. And it was only after 30 minutes that Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala also came. Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Abi Bakr says that when Hazrat Khalid bin Walid came into action, things just changed. He cut through the front section through their defense and he went so far deep into their, uh, their section Hazrat Abdul Rahman says that we knew exactly who Hazrat Khalid bin Walid was looking for. He was looking for Thomas and Harbis. He went so far ahead that we feared nobody could, to, could catch up to him. It was only Hazrat Abdul Rahman with a party of Muslimin that they followed him and they, made, uh, they cut through the, the center section of the Romans so that it would be easy for Hazrat Khalid bin Walid to, to come out. Otherwise they had surrounded him. It is said that Hazrat Khalid bin Walid went right in the front and killed Thomas and Harbis, both of them together. Thomas and Harbis, both killed by the hands of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid. And then Hazrat Khalid bin Walid came, Hazrat Abdurrahman bin Abi Bakr was there, and the path was open, so he came back now. When Harbis and Thomas were down, there was panic and confusion. They did not know. You had civilians also. It is said majority of the people now, civilians, did not want to fight with the Muslims. Those that were in front of the Muslims, they were all killed. A lot of them were also taken as captives, men and women. And subhanallah, the spoils of war, the booty, was all scattered out there for the Muslims. A lot of the Romans also fled. They were running away with the civilians. But majority of them were killed until... They could not stand the Muslims and they, were, they had no power to fight them. 
and they fled, some of them fled and those that were fighting they were killed also by the Muslims Alhamdulillah it was great victory for the Muslims now came Jonah going back to Jonah this man is always there Jonah was there, Hazrat Khalid bin Walid is looking for Jonah and he found Jonah and Hazrat Khalid bin Walid said that where is your wife, I have to fulfill your promise and someone said that your wife is there and Jonah went to his wife and met the wife and said to the wife that become Muslim, Aslim to Islam, say la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah and we will live together she was very stubborn she was a Christian and Hidayat is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so she looked at the husband and said that I cannot share your religion I am not your wife I am a Christian I will die as a Christian it is said that she took out a dagger or a knife whatever it was and she looked at Jonah and she thrusted the dagger the knife in the stomach and there she was she fell in the arms of Jonah she committed suicide she did not want to become a Muslim subhanallah hidayat is in the hands of her it is said that Jonah was madly in love with this lady and he started crying and weeping and said what has happened to you why do you have to do this why do you have to die you could have become a Muslim but it is said that the wife was just looking and Jonah was weeping and crying and the tears were falling on the face of the wife Al-Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala and came to him Al-Khalid bin Walid was a man very strong in his character and said to Jonah that if she is not a Muslimah then she is not for you if she is not a Muslimah then she is not your, your wife as Khalid bin Walid tried to, to console but he was a man inconsolable not in that position that anybody could just come and say to him, not to worry, things will get better. He, he, he did not marry anyone after that. It is said that there was one very beautiful lady standing there. The Muslims had taken captives, men and women, as slaves. This is the Tartib in war. This is how the Muslims fought. Muslims were taken as slaves also. So you had women there. So there was this one lady very beautiful. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid said that, look, Forget this lady, look at that woman. We as Muslims have control over her. I will give you the most beautiful woman, for you have served Islam. Take that lady as your wife. So Jonah looked at that lady and looked and said that I can never marry this lady. She was wealthy and this was known due to the the clothes that she was wearing. And Jonah said that I know who this lady is. This lady is the widow of Thomas. <laughs> she is the widow of Thomas. So Jonah said that if I marry her, she is the daughter of Hercules, Herakl. Definitely an army will come in search of the daughter. And again I will have to fight Hercules. So I don't want this lady. <laughs> so the Khalid bin Walid looked at Jonah and said that you might as well take her. She has died. She will become a Muslimah. Take her in your nikah. And Jonah said, no. Only one lady. The Mu'arrikhin have said he remained faithful to that lady in a way. He never married anybody after that. And the iman was also intact 
In fact, he fought in the battle of Yarmouk later on, and he became shaheed in the battle of Yarmouk, this man Jonah. So it was a difficult moment. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid now knew that she was the daughter of Hiraqal. The Muslims were now gathering all the spoils of war, coming back, returning back to Dimashq. The Muslims in Dimashq were, were perturbed. They, they did not know they were, the Muslims were absent for 10 days. What would happen? Where is Hazrat Zirar? The main officers, generals, Hazrat Khalid, Hazrat Rahman, Hazrat Rafi'ah. Alhamdulillah, they were now returning back. Allah accepted the dua of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid. They caught up with the convoy after three days. They left on the fourth day. It is said that as they were about to enter the city of Dimashq, there was this Roman uh, unit that came. And they were non-combatants. They had no weapons. So Khalid bin Walid did not fear. Only a few of them. And they came to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an. And this man, Roman, said that I am an ambassador sent to you by Hiraqal himself. And Hiraqal sends me as an ambassador and I have a message for you. So Hazrat Khalid bin Walid said, what is the message from Hercules, Hiraqal? He said that Hercules has said, he has been informed that you have killed his son-in-law. And you have taken everything, all their possessions, the Romans have been defeated, but you have my daughter in your possession. If you wish, I am prepared to pay you any amount as ransom for my daughter, or if you wish, you can give me my daughter as a gift. And at the end, the ambassador stressed, this was what he was told to do. He said that the, the Hercules has said, he knows Muslims honor their promise. Muslims honor their promise. And they have this good character that they are honorable people. So out of your honor and grace, if you wish, you can send my daughter with this ambassador as a gift or I am prepared to pay you. As Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala and looked at the Muslim generals and then he decided. He said to the ambassador, Tell Hiraqal that he can take his daughter as a gift from Hazrat Khalid bin Walid. But Hazrat Khalid bin Walid will be coming to you also. Subhanallah. It is said that now the Muslims come into the city of Dimashq as victors and have defeated the enemies. MashaAllah, this was great joy for Hazrat Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah. It paid off both ways, even for Hazrat Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah and even for Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala. Insha'Allah ta'ala, we will continue from here in the next session if Allah wills. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Tuwakallah. اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله والسلام تسليما اللهم تقبل منا وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم إنا نسألك العفو والعافية في الدنيا والآخرة اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك عبدك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما سعادك منه نبيك عبدك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وأنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله سمعنا وطانا غفرانك ربنا وإلي المصير برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين